The views and opinions expressed by John and DJ do not reflect those of any intelligent or rational human being. I know solely the property of the Brightside Chat. This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Hey, welcome back to the Bright Side and issue number 178. Did you sense the stall there? <laughs> yeah, you weren't quite sure. I wasn't quite sure, and I had to find it on the page. I'm like, where did I? I know I wrote it. I'm like, 170. Oh, there it is, 78. Yeah, so 178. John, how are we doing this week? <laughs> doing great man doing great. i'm doing great now you're doing great yeah now that we're yeah. standing outside your store how is yeah. how is the weather outside this store today it's a little chillier today than normal but still oh. still nice yeah i dropped right. a few degrees well let's get inside where it's toasty warm yeah And we're toasty warm. <laughs> yep. Instantly. <laughs> Instantly. Toasty warm. Yeah, it's drizzly and crappy here today, so. Is it? Yeah. Yep. We had uh, that yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. It came from you. It's all your fault. Yeah. Well, I think that's why it was a little cooler today. Cause there you go. That, yeah, that yesterday. There you go. So what's going on in the store today? You had a busy day because we are recording much later than usual. So yeah, just is that good news or UPS. bad news? Oh, well, late. Yeah. late UPS and a lot of books. You know, um, couldn't get an early start on it because Penguin. Um, I only got two out of the five boxes yesterday, so I had to wait for today for the rest. So yeah, I couldn't really couldn't really get a jump on on that because normally I have. Lunar and Random House done before, just in time for Diamond to show up, and then we do that, and we're done. But right. kind of had to do it all after 2.30 today. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, it was a little busier today. You know, I mean, not like crazy, but for a Tuesday, it was steady. So, you know, customers coming in kind of interrupts the flow a little bit, and it was just, just a little bit long, but it's all good. Yep. Yep. Need hey. to make that money, so... Need to make that money. Yeah. Hey, that's it's all part of doing business. Good days, it bad is. days. Unfortunately, all your good days are when you're not there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a hundred percent accurate, actually. Oh, really? Because did you have a yeah, good Saturday I, and you were there? No, oh. I took the day off <laughs> well, because I was well. sick. Oh, and didn't and didn't have a great Saturday. Oh, <laughs> so oh, that's too bad. That's not necessarily better, but it doesn't. It doesn't prove my hypothesis. So, John, does that validate you? <laughs> yeah, it does not. <laughs> I would rather have had a great day and yeah, and proven my point. But right, because um, then yeah, you retire no, to was, Aruba and leave the store open. <laughs> exactly. But it was a moderate day, and uh, you know, I was not there. So, not always true. Yeah, I found. Well, let's we'll see how it goes when I'm on vacation. That'll be right. the trick, because like, I'll be gone for 10, 12 days, actually. So, Oof. Um, yeah. You'll be able to we'll retire see. when you get home. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I might not come home. <laughs> I know. Well, the way the airlines are going right now, you might not. <laughs> right. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> you know, it's like I was supposed to go to Colorado for um, 
for hockey, uh, USA Hockey, I was my 10-year anniversary at the job that I'm in with USA Hockey. And they were gonna they fly you out and you get an award at the banquet and the whole nine. I went five years ago for my five year one. I took Joe with me and we had a blast. Um actually when we were out there, we actually uh he his friend that came over, this kid Sam, was from Slovakia. He yeah. came over he was over here <coughs> in high school for a uh, exchange student, played hockey over here with, with Joe. He happened to be over in Colorado at a camp, like a retreat type camp working. Right. Because he wanted to get back into the country and come back over as an exchange thing. So he was there at the time. And we were like, That's we funny. drove the two hours over to see him. And he hadn't seen him in a couple of years. But uh, yeah, so I was invited back this year. And I was like, Jen wanted, really wanted to go. And it would have been a great opportunity to go. But then I'm like, with the schedule, I'm like, I yeah. don't have like when you're when I'm not at work, it's guaranteed right. I make no money, it's, right? I'm a one man exactly. show. So yeah. if I get laid up for two days, if something happens with the flights and they're like, "Sorry, we can't get you," I'm like, "I'm here and all this stuff." I'm like, I would be stressed from now until it's at the beginning of June. I'm like, I'd be stressed from now until June. Am I going to make it home in time? Is this going to happen? Blah, blah blah. I'm like, forget it. So I, I just said no, and I'm like, as soon as I said no, I was disappointed to say no, but as soon as yeah. I did, I was like. <sighs> you're relieved like, yeah it's like, i mean yeah you know, we don't we'd all rather do something else than go to work but when i go to work at least i know i'm working right. <laughs> you're like you're relaxed like oh okay i'm making money i'm working well phew I, I won't cry too hard if i get stuck a couple of extra days <laughs> oh you yeah right you know but and believe me, not that it's I, cheap. <laughs> yeah, but. i don't feel sorry for myself for, by the i mean today yeah. it rained so i was home you know, so uh, right. there's pros and cons to both of our jobs, right? So yeah, yeah. I just, I can't schedule something like that, but I get a lot more days off than most people because I work by the weather. Right. So they're just not always in a row. Right. Yeah. They're not in a row and they're not like, I can't plan anything for it. <laughs> it's like, right. You know, John, I'll shoot down there next time we get a three day rainstorm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, Deej. Sure. Hopefully, I'll it's a, for, uh, let me write that in my calendar. Yeah, exactly. Where, where's my farmer's almanac? Yeah, <laughs> so I can exactly. check that out. <laughs> no problem. So, so. But, you see, right. kids, a farmer's almanac is what you used to be able to look at <laughs> <laughs> to predict the weather patterns in the future for the next year. Yes, because <laughs> probably nobody knows what that is. What right? a fault. Fal <laughs> farmers. Oh, oh, I can't even. Say. I don't know what that is either. But oh, yeah. <laughs> post-apocalyptic yeah <laughs> remember that episode i do oh I it's do. so easy to say now that i don't care if i screw it up it's like right. <laughs> it's like oh all right um very short almost the streak almost ended john it almost ended. oh really yeah so let's get to Dang. uh mailbag we need to get some people chirping like <laughs> i know well uh, John, you're pretty good at that. Why don't you piss somebody off? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Besides really good me. at that, but... <laughs> well, well, that takes it down a notch because that's my specialty. <laughs> well, now you want me to focus it elsewhere? I've got, I've got, I've got so much practice with that, that. I can do it in my sleep. The, but. the worst is when the two of us get going because we're yeah. too much alike. 
It's, I know. We've been, we've had, we've done, we've done it with other people around, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. that's why you're in Texas." Um, so, that's right. All right. Uh, as close as we can be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we ch- we tried Virginia. No, didn't work. Yeah, didn't work. It was too close. <laughs> yeah, it was too close. Um, Michael on YouTube. Great banter this week. I don't know what we said, but it was great, John. Uh, love, love. And that was last show. That was last show. Oh yeah. Sorry. This is for, uh, yeah, they, uh, 177. See there, I could have told you one, this is 178 because last week's was 177. Uh, love the Adam project talk too. Keep up the great work. Really, uh, keep up the great work. Fellas really appreciate the show. So on YouTube and we, I wonder if he's new cause we did pick up a new YouTube follower. So that was oh, pretty we're cool. We're up to like a dozen now. Like no, a, a no, baker's dozen maybe. No, yeah. We're a couple baker's <laughs> No, we're at like what? 40 or something? 40, 41 now. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> and we doubled our viewership from the week before. <sighs> so, <laughs> so too. <laughs> hey, let's not get into details. Right, crazy <laughs> talk like that. I'm but, like uh, Netflix. I don't give out my metrics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Exactly. We'll get into because actually, when I do when I do my stock plummets by twenty five percent. I know. We'll get into a little bit <laughs> so. of that. So nice segue there. But before we get into that, if you'd like to be part of Mailbag and keep the streak alive, you can reach yeah. us at Brightside underscore Chat or at Arkham Comics with an X, both on Twitter. Um, you can email us. If you at, like the banter, fuel it, people. Fuel it. Fuel it. Yeah. Oh. I mean, we, you know, we went, what, almost four years without doing mailbag at all? So, yeah, we did. I mean, we're fine I mean, without we can, it. But we can make we can make do, but now it's, I'm it gives us something. Just, yeah. It gives me something to talk about that I wasn't expecting. You usually have seen all those things. A lot of times right. you're getting sprung on me in the show. <laughs> so, And some of them are directly to you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't see that one, John. That was me talking to right. you. Um, yeah, we, we'll start including our personal texts to each other in mailbag. Yeah, there you go. So on Tuesday. Well, that'll be, I'll, I'll be good every week. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, we go through it, four texts in a minute. <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready to get to uh breaking news? Um yes. <laughs> now I am. <laughs> there we go. All right. We got some really exciting Sony news coming up. Sony announces yeah. two three new projectors. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited about that. Yeah, I didn't see that. Oh yeah. I'll have to look at those. Uh three new laser projectors. They're going they're literally they threw the gloves off so they go going head to head with JVC. Um oh, nice. I haven't heard obviously it's too early to tell. This is a little home theater segue here, but it was Sony that we were going to talk about anyways. But um who knows if their tone mapping and everything is going to be equal to JVC, but the the early their laser HDR projectors, so uh I'm really excited for it. I don't think I'm going to get one because the lower end model doesn't have, um, it's all manual adjustments. So yeah, I'm oh, going yeah. back. The one I have now I can adjust with the remote and stuff. It's a lot nicer. Right. Um, I'll wait to get the middle of the road one that has the, you know, you know, 
remote adjustments and everything for focus and lens shift and right. all that. But, uh, but yeah, anyways, so yeah, super exciting cool, news cool. for that. I uh, can't wait for that. But this is not, see, I'm trying to open on a positive here, John. I, I, trying I know, because this, not... this is not, this is disappointing. I don't know. It you is. and I, like, we kind of yelled at each other, but not yelling at each other, yelling at Sony, but go ahead. Right. Well, yeah, Sony has moved into the Spider-Verse 2 from November or October, October or November of this year, whichever yeah. it was, I don't remember, to June of 2023. So essentially now, um, 14 months <laughs> from now. Um, this is, yeah, so frustrating because this movie was ready to go in for October. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason that this thing no reason was given for one by them so we don't know why they're doing it um but there's no way that they just misscheduled their production by nine months <laughs> on this animated movie you no. know mm -mm. and and just said oh my god we're not going to be ready <laughs> for nine more months you right know? so um yeah, I I don't know what's going on with maybe with it's a moves. supply you know, chain. Everybody's thing doing it, and the red pencils everybody. are out. Oh, oh maybe <laughs> it's like you know they <laughs> ran out of red colored pencils, and they're you know they're working on the art, yeah. and they're like, we need more red. I know yeah. I'm having that issue at work. I'm there's different paint. Literally, I'm not even joking. There's literally no, colors sure of there, paint yeah. that I have issues. Luckily, I don't paint. I don't use colors that much. Like I use colors, right. but that much of us specific color so i'm fine doesn't affect me but there is right. like it, it but that would be funny that it, but it, this is oh yeah dumb. Well, this is dumb yeah this is just dumb but yes of of course there are m many supply chain issues but right. i don't think this falls this this is all computer <laughs> rendered so uh, oh. not not much falls in into that for this but they use computers um, now <laughs> yeah imagine <laughs> um but i think I think we talked about this, or maybe I talked about it with somebody else, but it's now gotten to be just too easy for them yes, to you and I. move move things because every studio's doing it. You know, the Flash is you know just we just talked about the Flash getting moved. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. Well, that's because you know, keeps picking fights. Well, <laughs> yeah, that it might get moved again, but right, they're um, just trying to separate themselves you know, from his fights. Disney's pushing movies left and right. Now Sony's doing it. Um, you know, like I said, whatever they're doing with the Flash is going to affect Batgirl and you know other things that hinge off of the back of the Flash. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's really frustrating, um, and it's not like we have like a ton of things in the theaters right now. Like we're kind of going from release to release, right? Like one movie at a time. You know, it's not. An, old, uh, an influx of things coming out. So, but is, I, I don't know. Yeah. Is that a perception? Th I mean, I'm sure it, I'm sure it's down from pre pandemic, but I think it's also a, I know for me, and that's why I'm asking you, uh, I know for me it is because there are movies in the theaters that I just won't. I, we have become so accustomed in the last two years to watching stuff at home that if it's just anything other than a blockbuster i'm just i'll wait i'm just not going it, it, you know it could be it could be that like we i would have to look at a month to month 
kind of release schedule from pre and post pandemic to know um, if they're down significantly or not. But, but yeah, I guess we, you know, I was a little bit more, a little bit quicker just to jump and go see any movie a couple of years ago. Right. Whereas exactly. Now, you drive by like the theater said, and be like, Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, just, and you'd just go pull in and, yeah. right, and be like, Oh, um, I'll, I'll make plans for that. Um, what was the one, the, the one that just came out this week that you talked about last week? Did you get, well, to I see wanted it? to go see, no, cause I was sick. I got sick. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I started getting sick on Thursday, um, around lunchtime. And luckily I hadn't bought the tickets yet. I was just going to buy them, mm-hmm. you know, on the way there. Um, but yeah, the Northman, which I still, I, right. like I said, I do still want to see, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, I was sick off and on all through the weekend. So I didn't go Sunday. I didn't go Thursday. Um, you know, if I, I mean, I expect to be better by this Thursday. So, yeah. um, I'll probably, um, try to go check it out Thursday, but, but yeah, it, it is also one that, you know what, if I, if I go another week without seeing it, then I will be at the point where I'll just throw my hand up and say, ah, I'll just catch it on HBO, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, well, and that's the thing. It's like the Northman actually, I, I, I got a little bit of a tickle to go. Like that was one I had zero interest for, but I was reading some of the stuff online. It is meant to be seen on a big screen. I heard it has great it sound is, yeah. and blah, blah. And I was, I was very close, but here's the thing. It's I'm so, we're so busy in our lives. I don't think I'm any more busy now than I was five years ago or whatever, but you just don't make that time anymore because it, you were so accustomed to being like, you know what? I'll get it in my, and I had a theater five years ago. I had a system that I have now. So it's not that I've developed that. I, I have to imagine there are a lot of people that have systems much better than they had pre pandemic because they got stuck at home. Yeah. You, but you were me, into it though. You know? But I mean, I was but, into it, but I didn't have home it. Theater, I didn't is. have it until I left your house. <laughs> Honestly, when yeah. I left your house, I started right. buying this stuff. Right. You know. So <laughs> you're so, welcome, Lydia. Lydia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So when you're listening back to this tomorrow, Lydia, right? You can blame TJ. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I've got closets full of comics now, so I think we're kind of right. There you go. Um, so that I didn't have, you know, when I left your house, <laughs> right? <laughs> I hadn't collected comics in years. Next, yeah. so we are kind of, you know, going into debt because of each other. Um, right. But <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. So, like, society is taking a different look at home entertainment. Okay, right. Um, and I think, you know, it. That's why it's just become easy. Because we don't care. And what, you know, it's not like we're going to say when Spider Man comes out or uh, when uh, Across the Spider Verse comes out, it's not like we're going to say, well, now I'm not going to see it because they they made me angry. No, we'll still go see it. So there's no penalty for them. But before, I think they, other than Wonder Woman 1984, they were always like, we want to be the next one. We've got to get the next one out. So there wasn't a need to get more content out where now I just, I feel like it's just as easy for them to push it and they don't care. And and it's too bad too for us. Cause like you said, it like is nothing is really getting us. To, it really hurts the theaters at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. Cause we have plenty sure. of content, but it really hurts yeah. the theaters. So, 
Right, but our content is at home, like you said. So we we've got plenty right. of stuff to watch, but right, it's yeah, like it's not taking us out to those theaters to see it. I mean, we have so much stuff to watch that one, you know, I can't keep up, and even you right. fall behind. Even I you can't keep up. Like, yeah, you can't keep up, and geez. yeah, and I watch a lot. You yeah, know, you no, do. no doubt. I don't, I don't, I don't make any secret of it. I watch a lot, but I aspire yeah, to I've be got a you, list. John. <laughs> of stuff well stop watching star wars and batman (laughs) you can you can be me (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah stop watching the same goddamn thing all the time you know right we actually watch the same amount of we sit in front of the tv the same amount of time no i we definitely think we do no i i don't think we do you you probably don't sit as much as i do but yeah um but yeah but again we consume differently right so (laughs) yep yes we do um but yeah so all right um that's good that's that's the first piece of news that's the first one (laughs) yeah so in the next one this one is really a bummer for me uh because i was looking forward to this uh but netflix has canceled the bone animated series um they've actually canceled like their whole like animated division um most of this is in the wake of their announcement last week of pretty big subscriber losses um and so i guess it's bones fault (laughs) yeah (laughs) they just you and i talked about it last week i talked about it with braden russell on my other podcast last week uh and we both talked about it before this happened and i actually was listening to a separate podcast this past week and they said what you and i said about the ponzi scheme like the it, that's exactly what Netflix is doing. They just, they're shuffling money, but they just can't keep it up. And right. they need to find a way to stop the hemorrhaging. And I mean, obviously this is one of them. Stop making so much. Con- you can't just keep throwing crap against the wall because people well, aren't going to pay for it anymore. Almost. I almost agree because I read an article this week that okay. I, um, that I hadn't considered as one of the reasons why people, because, you know, everybody's saying it's password sharing and, you know, that's the biggest that's, reason that's why. That's a lie. Password sharing and then the increase in subscription costs, mm-hmm. which, you know, is definitely a thing because they keep raising prices. But they also, they don't believe enough in the shows that they produce. That too. Because this article, this article I read listed about, 10 different shows that I've watched almost all of that they didn't finish, you know, like they give them a season, two okay. seasons, and they don't finish the story. Um, and, you know, there's big petitions to bring some of these shows back, like the OA and mm-hmm. um, Archive 81, which is one that I watched and talked about. And Marco Polo is another one that I watched and talked about that. You know, you get invested in these shows for a year or two, and then they leave you hanging, and then they never come back. Right. And, I mean, I know this happens on network TV to some degree as well, but it feels like not as much. Like a network show, it you know, a lot of them get canceled after a season, but a lot of shows go five, six, seven, eight years before you even realize it. Like I was watching right. The Good Doctor the other night, and it popped up like season five, episode three. And I'm like, I've already been watching this for five years. You know, it feels like it just started yesterday. Right. Um, but and so it's subscriber confidence as well. Like, 
Yeah. Why do I want to get involved in another new show on Netflix that's not named Stranger Things? Because it's going to get canceled before I get the end of the story. Right. So they they don't necessarily need to stop producing all content. Um, and, you know, again, we don't know the reasons why things get canceled because they don't share any numbers with us. Money. But they don't but, have the funds. That's the right. thing. It's like it, it. you and I have talked about it. It's they are the only streaming service that isn't under an umbrella. They have right. no other income other than the subscribers. Right? So so I guess my question then is like why hasn't Elon Musk bought Netflix? You know, like Amazon bought well, Amazon didn't buy Prime, they started it. Like right. Apple started their own. But like, you know, Time Warner or Discovery basically bought the same HBO. reason he doesn't buy Brightside Chat. There's no money in it. But, Why would you buy there, something that's be. hemorrhaging money? <laughs> but there isn't, though. But see, the thing is, is it, it's like Amazon started it Prime because it's just fun. They just wanted to do that, right? They they used to Amazon started out as a bookstore, and then they just kept right. adding on, right? But they're buying content. They're putting content on. If it went away, who cares? I don't think they even care. They're making so much money elsewhere that. Oh, yeah, they could care less. They about, couldn't care. You know, they, they, they might be losing money at the at the um, at the subscriber or at the uh, content game. But the idea that you're getting both from the two of them allows you to say all right yeah i'll do amazon prime for what is it now 120 bucks a year or whatever the hell it is yeah one 121 right. 30, something like but that but a lot of people started on amazon prime for free because they were already getting amazon prime before all of that content even existed right right so that comes off as free to us and it was like oh i do it for i always had it just for the free delivery okay cool and now i'm getting content too all right they have they, you and I talk about it all the time. They have some of the worst streaming statistics. They're you know yeah. they're so inconsistent. They're they're talking about quality wise. You know, like they don't really care. They're just putting it out there. They have some great content, and but they just put it out and hope for the best. And if it makes it, it makes it. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Disney Plus, it's all paid for by the time we see it on Disney Plus. Right, it's all extra for them. Apple TV, I don't know. Like, it's Apple. It's all paid for. They, like, I feel like if I was the CEO of my own business and I lost are. a trillion dollars a year, I would get fired. <laughs> you know? So, like, why isn't Netflix making changes? That's, I guess that's the question, right? That's like, the thing. It's, well, I, there, there's a, there is a, um, there, there's going to be a bursting point where you can't keep raising prices anymore. Um, you and I have because said it people for a aren't while. Pay it. We said it uh, a month ago. You and I are we seeing the demise of Netflix? And people laughed. And I, I've said it to other people outside of the podcast, and they're like, "No, they'll never go away." And Braden and I talked about it last week, and it was before all this came out. And I said the exact same thing to him that you and I talked about, and he was like, "No, they'll do this." And then that happens, and he was like, "Oh man, you've." I'm, you know, we talked separately too. Yeah, but, but the thing is, I don't think they're. I think they will shift. They're too. They're yeah, too big. Have to. I, they'll have to shift. I don't think they're going to die and go away. 
but it is a possibility if they don't have if they don't make some big changes. Well, the thing is, will they ever go away? I don't know. Ask Blockbuster or Hollywood Video or Sears or JCPenney's like lots of big names go away and nobody's too big to fail. But the thing is, I don't care what streaming you talk about. Nobody has more worldwide recognition than Netflix. So like the, the the structure is there. If somebody could just figure out a way to the bigger they are, what they're doing. You know, they, Um, they have to, they could start. So, and I think how much of that, all of that content on all these other streamers that came out, started pulling the content back. How much did that hurt them? Well, that definitely hurts. I mean, all that daredevil, all of that Netflix paid Marvel to have that right, to be able to make that. And they put out this great content and now Disney plus exists. And they're like, "Mm -mm, we want that back. And they're yeah, like, and like they're left with uh, what? They have good you know, content. Don't get me wrong, but it's going to be harder and harder for them to keep attracting the Ryan Reynolds types and the those right. movies and keep making those movies. And that's why I put it out. I'm like, do they eventually start trying to release stuff to the theaters? Netflix right. production company put it in the theater for a couple months, then go to Netflix. And you know what? People keep telling me. Well, why why would I go and see it in the theater when I know it's going to be on Netflix in a month? I don't know. Why the hell did uh eight hundred billion dollars worth of people go and see the Batman a month before it exactly. came out? Exactly. Yeah. It, 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 people forget we're already can, doing it. If it's right. good and stuff, I don't think they we'll can do, do it. it with everything. No, but they can do it with like they could put the Adam Project out there in the theater. Adam Project Part put, Two could go to the theaters. Um, yeah, um, no doubt. At know. least make its money back. And then that would answer, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be a blockbuster. It doesn't have to be Endgame and do a billion dollars. It could do, just make its money back. Do $150 million in the in the box office in a month and a half. Right. That would save the company. Then it would all be free content by the time it got to us. And they'd have the subscriptions. Yeah. You know? Yeah, if it didn't work, every other streamer wouldn't be doing it. Netflix is the only streamer that really doesn't do that. Right. Um, well, I guess Amazon Prime doesn't really do it either. But like HBO Max, you know, it's theater first. Disney Plus, it's theater first. Um, yeah. You know, you got to take the pandemic stuff out of it because that's an aberration. You know, it's not and the norm. Here's the other um, thing is one of the things that Netflix would have going for it. You put out uh, the Adam Project, say Adam Project 2 just because it's off the top of our head right now. And it's one that they could actually bill as something to go to the theaters. What do we all say when we see it in the theater? We can't wait to get it at home on disc. I can't wait to see this again at home. I can't wait to, well, the only place you're going to be able to see it's on Netflix. It's not going to go to disc. It's going to go to the theaters, see it on the big screen instead of on your laptop or telephone or whatever, and be able to see the Adam project on a big screen. Yay. People would do it. They would make well, like you said, we've been doing it since the invention of HBO, like fifty years ago. Right, like HBO has been around a long time. It's not a new thing. We've been going to the movies the whole time. It's you know, right? Nobody just waited until until it hit HBO, right, to see things. Like, sure, some people did. You know, there's some people that just never went to the movies and always watch things at home. But yeah, you can't say, well, why would I go see it in the theater? Because we've been doing it our whole lives. 
Right. You know, but that's, um, but not with always Netflix. gets the TV eventually. It, right. Right. Not with Netflix, but we've and, been doing it. It's not a new thing. We've been doing it our whole lives. Right. So if the content was good and they said, hey, you know, I would have done it with Amazon Prime, too. If you throw it, the Tomorrow War into the theater, I would have gone. Yeah. I'd still go if you do it now. And I've seen it twice already. You know, you but know I would what? still go see that in the theater. You, you know? know what Ira said uh, on his podcast talking about this? And he's like, because Braden mentioned to him that I mentioned going into the theaters with Netflix content. And Ira's like. I don't know if the theaters would allow it because they're angry because Netflix for a long time, for years, was like, don't go to the theaters, stay at home, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I said to Ara, <laughs> personally talking to him, I said, Ara, the theaters are in just as much trouble. They can't be angry. They like, I was like, you're starving. Like, yeah, and somebody like wants the, to hand you a sandwich. You don't go, well, you didn't offer me one before. <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. It's like the 40, 40 year old virgin turning down a date, right? It's like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not <Exactly>. that proud. Because, <laughs> you know, what if Netflix so. started putting out like Stranger Things in the theater first? Right. Episode one this week. They would make, that would make money. That would make yeah. money. If all of a sudden you went to the theaters to go and see a Stranger Things episode. You know how many you could crank out hourly? Yeah. Holy crap. Or even just do it like they drop it. Like, hey, hey, here's the first two episodes in the, as a movie. Go home and watch the rest. Or, do two episodes. Drop you know? two episodes yeah. every two weeks. You can go to the theater yeah. and see one, and you can go You could go right to the next screening if you want. You offer a bargain. You pay <laughs> You pay 20 yeah. bucks, you see you both, or it's 12 1250 to see one whatever i don't know but there's ways to pay for this content help out the theaters and help out your streaming service and if you don't want to go through all that and experience stranger things on the big screen wait and see it at home either way that's where you're going to see it anyways but there's a million ways to do this and i mean we're just two dumbass podcasters what the hell do we know i wouldn't even call us podcasters we're just two dumbasses yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, speak. Speaking of dumbass, no. <laughs> um, so, what was that? That was. I didn't um, say that. That was only news item two. <laughs> yeah, we were worried about having enough banter. Uh, <laughs> Holy crap! Uh, so what, next, what's up, up next? Uh, oh, I Jason love this Momoa. Movie. I love this guy. It yeah is in talks to star in the upcoming Minecraft movie. Um, so yeah, um, not much to really discuss here. Um, Jason Other Momoa, we got to chain him to, uh, Ezra Miller. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's almost the new rock at this point, right? He's going to be in everything. So, yeah. um, I guess he could be the block if he's going to be in the Minecraft movie, Ooh, but, um, look at you. You've been working on that one all week. Uh, uh, just a couple days, just a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, he's getting to be pretty prolific himself. He's he's taking a lot of roles, but um, great person. I don't know that the Minecraft movie is for me necessarily. Yeah, but um, I don't even know what it is. So I don't either. I know I, the I don't term know anything Minecraft, about the game. It's the game. I know it's a game. I, I know, know that, that it. But... Yeah, I know it exists. I don't know anything else about it. But right. um, but yeah, just hey, Jason Momoa needs the work. So good on him. Yeah. Um. um but yeah. 
No, I love him. I love it. It, it. it, him and The Rock. It's funny you mention him, but they both have great personalities. You don't care yeah. how many times you see them, it, whether it's in the theater or in the news. They're just great people, just fun, entertaining people, regardless, right? And then, I mean, yeah, okay. He'll bring people. I'll go see the Mine, Minecraft just because he's in it. I don't oh, even yeah, know I'll what probably it is, see it right? too. Yeah, I so. don't either, but. All right. All right. Um, next up, Sony has announced two Feel more like... movies that they'll that they'll move several times before <laughs> we get good. to see them. <laughs> um, Coming in twenty forty two. Yeah, Venom three and Ghostbusters four were both announced at CinemaCon uh, this week, among other things. So I think we were pretty sure we were getting a Venom three, um, Ghostbusters four. I still haven't seen Ghostbusters Afterlife yet, so I don't know. Really. Um, Oh yeah, I haven't seen it. Really good. Um, I don't know how that sets up a, another sequel, but um, I'm sure they could figure it out. Yes, definitely could. All right, and not then, too crazy about the Venom three one, but okay. That, I'm not either, based on the Venom two that we got. But yeah, um, I'm not surprised that they're making it. Uh, no, they've no kind not of with the Spider Verse that they're they're developing. Exactly. You know. Yeah. That's about the only exciting um, news about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally, the Batgirl movie, which was made being made specifically for HBO Max, is now reportedly being considered for a theatrical release uh, by the Netflix. new um, after the Discovery merger. Yeah. Um, and the you know the new um, CEO there. Yeah. So I think that's awesome. Like Batgirl. I think needs a theatrical release like this. This uh, is a character that shouldn't be relegated to just HBO Max. Yeah. And you know nothing against HBO Max. I love it, and um, I you know I I think they have a place for original content. But this is a big character, and um, I think she should get her movie. Now again, this movie takes place after the Flash, so when that would happen is anybody's guess because this movie is done. I mean, they're done filming at least. I'm sure they're still in post production, but um, oh, are they? For no, the, for the Batgirl, they're definitely done filming. Oh, um, I didn't know that. The yeah, the actress um, posted something a while back that they okay. had wrapped. But like I said, I'm sure there's a, a year's worth of post production that goes into these things. But um, it doesn't matter because we're never going to get the Flash. So um, they got all the time in the world to work on this movie. When did that get delayed to uh, the Flash? The Flash? Uh, mm -hmm. I think that's also like June of next year, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Ugh. And again, who knows? Yeah, um, it's hard to keep track with all these delays. That, yeah. Um, with Ezra yeah. Miller and his crazy head. Um, I don't know if they... I think they're probably done filming that, too. So his part of it is probably done anyways. But, um, I mean, if he's like killing people in Hawaii, he's definitely not still filming The Flash. So. He's not killing anybody, um, at least that I know of yet. But well, yeah. I think it's funny. Allegedly. Yeah, I know. I think it's funny that people like, they don't want to support, like, they'll be like, oh, I don't want to support him by going to see that movie. I'm like, oh. I'm kind of, well, uh, I'm on the fence. I'm, I'm getting closer to. Yeah, but I don't even think not I'm. not wanting to bother, you By know? buying a ticket, I don't think I'm, I don't think it's money in his pocket. He's been paid. I mean, he, has, he might have um, a contract that has like some residuals, but yeah. I don't know. You don't know, you know, not everybody, not everybody gets that. Like what we went through with Scarlett Johansson and everything, right? That not everybody has that in the contract, but we just assume. 
for all we know, he's been paid. It's done. Who knows? You know, I don't know. And I don't, I don't even think about it. I don't, it doesn't, but it's, he didn't kill anybody. He didn't do anything. It's like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I try not to think because if we believe me 50 years ago, if we knew what was going on, we'd never see any. Of oh these yeah. Movies. <laughs> Again, you, you have to try to separate art from artist because there's lots yeah. of things that you would be cut off from at this point based on things you know about. People. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. um, your ear, but going, going into it new, you know, new things, uh, you know, I won't support new things <laughs> by some of these people anymore, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. it's a slippery slope, but yep. Anyway, but <clears throat> all right, that's that for the news. All right, you ready to get to check out? I am. This okay. (laughs) All right, what did we spend our money on last week? All right. (laughs) I have to. First book we have spoilers. I'm gonna have to come up with a title. (laughs) Yeah, Vampire Slayer, issue number one from Boom Studios, Uh, written by Sarah Gailey, art by Irene Flores. Cover art by Joni Montez. Um, I, I can't tell you how much I disliked this book. Um, <laughs> Why don't you this, try, John? <laughs> this book, well, it, it, first of all, it wasn't what it's, it, it's not what it says it is. Because this was supposed to be, according to the tagline, a bold new story in a new universe begins. Um, this was just exactly buffy the vampire slayer except if willow was the slayer instead of buffy like nothing else was different every character was exactly the same except buffy and willow switched places and willow became the slayer so there was nothing new or exciting about this it didn't build up at all to who this new slayer was because you found out on page one and then in the first issue of the book called Vampire Slayer, they fought the king of the vampires, do you think? No. A crab. <laughs> like John? A, <laughs> Buffy got crabs. Yes. <laughs> Big ones. <laughs> um Yeah, I, I like this was such a a a cheap, lazy letdown. Like there was nothing new or original about this story at all. They just swapped two characters and call it like a bold new story in a new universe. Like there was nothing bold or new about Did any of it. They say bold. Was, well, that's what it says. Wait, that's what it says. I have written here. Okay. A bold new story in a new universe begins by Hugo oh, yeah, award-winning yeah. author, Sarah Gailey. Um, <sighs> so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what the point of this was. Um, and then on top of all of that, it's the writing was just one of super two, childish. I thought. Um, I think it's one of you two. Know, it doesn't. It? I thought it doesn't I saw say that. here, so I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I I just have number one, meaning it might be an ongoing thing. I don't know, but um, I won't be following up on it at all. Uh, and again, I like Buffy, but this was just nothing different. Like it was just Buffy. With a different person being Buffy. <laughs> like, I don't know. 
Like, I'm like a bold new story in a new universe. Like, introduce some new characters and do something different. And then at least fight a vampire in the number one issue of your Vampire Slayer comic book. Right. Um, and then, like I said, on top of it all, it was just kind of childish. The jokes weren't that funny. I'll, I'll get um, controversial with you for a second. This ought to bring in yeah. some... Uh, this will bring in some comments. It won't, okay. but... <laughs> um, <laughs> So, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, when that first came out, from what I knew of the show and everything, it was it was revolutionary at the time because it had a strong female lead, right? Well, that, and it, it was the first show to introduce, like, the concept of the big bad, you know? Okay, what's Some, that? Like a villain, like a villain that I know would, what it is, but what do you mean? That you would spend the entire season developing oh, and right, battling. right, right. You know what I mean? Like right. that was the first show that ever really did that. Right. It wasn't um, episodic now, incidents. It was an entire season right. of, of uh, anthology or you know. two or multiple right. seasons. Yeah. In some cases, like building up this antagonist that, right. um, you know, you spent the, uh, you know, the whole time battling. Right. And um, so yes, this show was, was very revolutionary. But what I was um, saying about having a, a strong female lead in that role I think the bold new thing nowadays would have been to make the vampire slayer a guy. Right. <laughs> Which, because all the other characters are going the other way. We're taking all of the characters and we're trying, they're making female versions of like ghostbusters. Like we said earlier, they're, they're doing this and it's like to actually go in the other direction would have been the bold step that everybody's like, oh, what do you, you, do you know how much flack they would have gotten for that? You took the one strong female lead that we've had for you and they, but that's a, that's what the definition of bold is. That's how you do right. that is you get people riled up. But all they did was they, they, they just left her as another, it was just another vampire slayer. So it's, there is nothing bold. Buffy used to be bold when it was bold to have Buffy being Buffy. But it's not anymore. And it's like, as somebody that didn't watch the show, didn't read it or anything beforehand, I didn't even find this to be, like, interesting, period. Like, I was just like, oh, okay, they're hunting a crab? I, I didn't get yeah. that. I was hoping you had some could shed some light no, on I that. Like, well, is that something I don't in remember the vampire a, universe? I don't remember a big crab. You know, like no. I said, there was, there was definitely other villains besides vampires in in the show now again it was primarily vampires but you know there were werewolves there, there was other things that cropped up but in your issue one yeah. <laughs> of your bold new direction you should introduce a vampire antagonist <laughs> to the to the story um Got not crabs. a giant crab you know <sighs> that for some reason reacted to the amulet she was wearing and like I, I don't even know call it a day I don't know why any of that stuff was happening. Like now I, I do think what, no, actually, I'm sorry. That's the next book we're going to talk about. So I'm not even going to bring that. I'm not going to go any further with that. Um, yeah, it's just <laughs> not, not good. Not good. Yeah, not good. So, oh. um, all right. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't eat again. Even if you're a huge, I, I wouldn't say I was a huge Buffy fan, but I enjoyed it. Uh, but this did nothing for me. So like, even if you're a big Buffy reader or fan, I don't think this book is going to do anything for you. So, all right. 
All right. Swing and a miss. Oh, for one. Swing and a miss. All right. Here comes the next right. pitch. What do we got next? Next up is also from Boom Studios. Mm. It's Magic Hidden Planeswalkers. This was issue number one of four issues. Uh, John, can I open by... with, um, before we get to who it's written by, can I open with, yeah. um, I liked Buffy better. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I can't say that, but. <laughs> well, yeah, um, you kind of railed on Buffy, but. Uh, <laughs> but but I will say, after I talk about Marguerite Scott as the writer and <laughs> Fabiana Mascolo as the artist, um, yeah, we'll say I didn't like this one all that much either. Um, the point I was going to make a minute ago that I realized pertained to this one was that um, this one did um, is playing off the events of the other ongoing series that's taking place. Mm -hmm. So part of what's happening here, if you haven't been reading the other series, which I haven't, um, you know, you're not going to be up on all the events here. Um, but yeah, this... You know, again, I was familiar with all of the characters and the events and places that were take. You know, that were happening here. I know who Liliana Vess is. You know, and all that stuff. And it's cool to read about those things that were just cards that you played in a game. You know, so that part of it is interesting to me because I do like the world of Magic: The Gathering and the characters that are in it. But this book. Overall, I just didn't find that interesting either. Um, it was really weird to me that they built up this. They spent like the first, I don't know, third of the book building up this villain, the Merit Lage, which like they all had to get together. It was going to take her out of her retirement, you know, where she was now teaching instead of planeswalking. And she's going to go back into fighting because this this threat is so severe. And. Like, it wrapped up quicker than Trigon in Season 2 of Titans. <laughs> like, they literally, I didn't even know they were fighting the Marit Lage, and they had already beaten it. So, <laughs> I, I don't know what happened there. And then the rest of the book went in another direction. So, I was like, okay, is she going back to teaching now? Like, what what happened? Right. It was so weird. Like, it, it was like this eight, eight or nine page build up to literally nothing, and then it went it went somewhere else. So it was very choppy, really inconsistent. And, um, you know, again, even if you're a magic player or fan, um, you know, this didn't do enough for me on that realm either. So, um, I, I probably liked it a little bit better than Buffy. Um, but not significantly better. I, so. I actually understood Buffy. I didn't understand a damn thing in this. And to me, as I'm reading it, I'm like, I know that it has, it's part of the magic world and stuff like that, but that's the game, right? So there's a whole right. universe here. There's a whole other entity to go along with this. Am I wrong in thinking that this was like, so it's so stupid for them to stay within their universe and not try to, to put out a book that is coherent to somebody new and maybe get them into this universe and attract them to be like, this was really good. Like, and I know this is a big stretch because I didn't, what, what kind of angered me about this was it is so, it's so full of itself. Like, all right, this is for somebody that's in the magic world 
read this book and blah, blah, blah. And okay. But if you're not in it and you pick up a number one, you're screwed. And because it's so full of itself, there's nothing here for as somebody that's not in the world, they're just, they're talking about, I had no idea what they were talking about. There's no explanation. There's no explanation, nothing. And I'm like, at the end of it, I was like, how are they attracting more people into this? I mean, are they just depending well, on you to play the game and then want to read the comics and not, not go the other direction? I think, I think that goes back to what I said earlier, where this spins out of another book that's already going on. So I, I think... But we've like done I that in the, the past, where it gets you to go back and read another book. And you and I have raved about books that have done that, where you're like... I never read the other thing. Like how many times it, over the last four years have you and I read books where you read everything and I hadn't read a thing. And I'm like, I love this because it made me want to go back and get into something. Right. Like right. Spawn, for instance, it was King Spawn was so good that we were like that event that they had. You were like, this is awesome. It got me back in. Now I knew who Spawn was, much like I know what magic is. I don't know who the characters are, but right. they did nothing here. They were so full of their world that they're like, "Oh, if you don't know what this is, well, then, oh well." Yeah, and that that to me is like well, a I missed think they opportunity, were probably, isn't it? It's a missed opportunity. I think they're probably thinking that the only people buying this book are the ones that are reading the other series that's already, why. and yes, that's probably short sighted. Because, you know, a lot of people will pick up a new number one just because of that yeah. and and not even know that there was another magic series that took place or is going on right now. So I, I think it you have to do a little bit of that to pull people into this world and do some explanation. Yeah. But they are probably, again, probably thinking that this was only going to be read by people that were reading the other book. Right. Um, well, think of how many Dune comics are being sold because of the movie that just right. came out. How many times have we seen, how many people have have gone back and watched the old Dune movie because of the movie that came out? The book, all of this stuff, it's all part of itself. If you make something that is that enticing, is that engaging, you just crave more information. This one here, right. this book here did the exact opposite. It kind of was like, as I'm reading it, it kind of laughed in your face like, oh, if you don't know what this is. Oh, well, instead of helping you out and explaining it and making you want to get more, it, you know, it had a few See, of those I, sights in that you understood it. Maybe I, like you said, yeah, my experience is different than yours because yeah. I didn't, I didn't have that. Like, cause I did understand it. So I, you know, I, but I can't discount what you're saying because you know, this is what happened to you. So right. <laughs> um, I, I imagine that other people that are coming to it fresh might like I said, they might feel the same. I don't know right. because. We, or I'm we dumb and they got it, it and loved way, it. And now they're magic players. I don't know, but that's but how you I could take the thing that's frustrating about it is, is this is such, and you know, the similar could be said for Buffy too, really is like, mm. like magic is such an interesting world, you know, that it deserves people to new people to be brought into it. Yeah. That, that aren't necessarily interested in playing the game. But does this damage you from ever wanting to yes. look at it again? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so maybe when they do the, you know, because you could say the same thing about like Vox Machina with Dungeons and Dragons. Mm -hmm. You don't know anything about D&D &D either. 
But you know, you read Vox Machina, and you know, you enjoyed that. I I did because I did. It, it was it because I, it was it was fun, and it explained itself. So right. maybe when they do the the animated Magic the Gathering show on Amazon Prime or whatever, like does this now like turn people off of it? And that would be a shame if it does, because you know, like I said, this is a good world, mm. and it's got good characters, but. Um, I think bad product can actually damage <laughs> the IP. Instead, well, yeah, you know exactly, exactly. So. That's that's it's because yeah. Oh, all right. I don't like doing that. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. And like I said, we talked about this last week. Neither one of these were like the books that we would have gone out of our way to choose to, to talk about this week. No, but, but you to- know that sometimes happens because even when we get to coming up next week. There's nothing like there is a literal like dearth of product coming out over the next couple of weeks. Like the last three FOCs for Marvel have had four books on them. Mm. So there is like nothing coming out. Um, and even it's getting on Marvel harder and harder. Star Wars and stuff, because it's Star yeah, Wars day. It's, it's getting harder and right? harder to to find books to talk about every or at least to find two books to talk about every week. Yeah, next so, Wednesday is the 4th. So, yeah, that's yeah. Star Wars Day. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, that's very surprising. They don't have anything big coming next week. Now, well, this week was a pretty, like, this week, well, the next couple of weeks are fine, but it's the next few after that because it's okay. the last three FOCs that we've done. So coming up, like, three weeks from now and four and five weeks from now, there's like hardly any Marvel mm. it's all being pushed. Even the Marvel previews like this, it was like half the size of the normal issue this month. So okay. they're not even, so they're not even soliciting the same number of books uh, for July that they have been. Um, and I think part of it's the paper shortage because they got slammed pretty hard for some of the quality of paper they used a few weeks ago on some of their books, which was like basically just, newsprint on the outside yeah, yeah it was really really bad stuff and these books like i've got them on my shelves now they just flop over. they won't even stay up on their own like they're just flopping over the corners are all bent because they won't even stay upright so i think they've they've decided that they've had to cut back on their releases now one would argue that they're the number one publisher in comics so why boom can find paper but marvel can't is a is a pretty big question but um they pump through know. it faster it's, maybe but yeah, that's the only question that's the only way i would yeah but, but you would think that they could secure it <laughs> yeah know? yeah exactly um all right you want to get to what's coming next week before we talk about more books yeah so what we what uh, we're planning got, on anyways what, what, what we're planning on is Bloodstained Teeth, issue number one. From Image, um, right? From Image Comics. And then That's either, either the last Ronin, issue five, or nothing. <laughs> because uh, I, 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 I refuse to talk about Amazing Spider-Man number one or another X book. So I think um, I'm going to try Amazing Spider-Man number one. But yeah, I'm not. We you if you read it, you could talk about it. Um, Thanks. We'll talk about the last Ronin. 
yeah number five either way because it's the end of the end of the run which has been right. really really good so yeah um but as far as the number it's a, ones go it's a three-year run isn't it it, it is for five issues so <laughs> crazy yeah <laughs> it was like gilligan's three-hour tour <laughs> i know i know they had, oh yeah uh, yeah that it, so. seems like only yeah not yesterday when one came out we were so excited oh it was well over a year ago probably more than that so oh god yeah yeah well over yeah. a year ago so a couple of years ago i think yeah. um it's it's yeah. definitely been crazy to get five issues of that book but uh but i've enjoyed it i don't remember it now like to go to issue five i'll probably have to read four again just to yeah remember what was happening which is such a shame because, like, if I have to read four again just to read five, I might just skip five. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. you'll catch up. It's they—they yeah. they usually pretty good at that stuff at the beginning of the book too. You know, yeah. you be like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I was at the first couple issues. I bought at Friendly Neighborhood. Oh yeah, you know, that I haven't even been open then. in a while. A couple of years. Yeah. It was right after the pandemic they closed. So, yeah true yeah they've been yeah. uh no they've been closed over a year just over a year yeah they closed yeah unfortunately so yeah all right uh what else do you read this week uh world's finest number two um batman superman world's yep. finest i didn't get to that yet loved it <laughs> excellent thought it was just as much fun as the first one um it should really be Batman and Robin in Superman World's Finest because this is yeah. definitely there's a lot of Robin here um which was great and there was a lot lot of um interaction with Robin and Supergirl that was fun and unexpected. Yeah. So, um pretty good. Um I like that. And then I wrote down Nightwing 91, but now I'm struggling to remember anything about it <laughs> i must have really liked it because i wrote it down nightwing but, and the flash remember yeah and uh yeah yeah it was actually really good. yes I but no like i remember oh. but i don't remember anything that happened um <laughs> so they went after uh oh now I'm mixing it up with joker i think yeah. um uh who did they go oh the who shot Nightwing? Oh, KG Beast. KG Beast. That's KG it. Beast. Yeah, I was That's mixing right. the yeah. two up. So, and Flash went after him, and he's like, "You'll never do that again." You'll, you know, you yeah. Almost that was actually really. That's me. probably yeah. why I wrote it down. But then I can't. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. remember. <laughs> it was. It was really good. It had some really good humor in it too, because you know Wally's a yeah. hysterical. Well, Wally and, um, and Dick are both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, uh, what did Wally say? Something like, he's like, aren't you nervous about leaving? Oh, uh, Dick asked him, aren't you nervous about leaving your family at home? And he goes, no, because I don't go on the news as Wally and tell the world. <laughs> like, right. What? He's like, nobody knows who I am. <laughs> well, and then he says, plus I check on them like a couple every, of times every hour. Right. And then, that was pretty and then cool. Dick, then Dick said something. I can't remember exactly what he said. And he goes, Wally I know. was like, I check on you a couple of times every hour too. And Ever he was since like, you said oh, that, that's cool, but kind of stalkery. <laughs> no, no, he said no. He actually he said he go he goes oh is that kind of 
And then Wally interrupted him and said, stalkery. And he goes, well, yeah, yeah. but appreciated. That's what he ended up saying to him. So, yeah. but that was, was pretty cool. Was funny, when, though. It is. I love when they do little things like that, that you don't even like things you haven't even thought of that the flash can do. It's like, right. he could just like swing in and check on you and you don't even know he was there. Right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you're like, what the heck was that? You don't even yeah. know. Well, I felt the breeze. Yeah, I felt the breeze. Right. And they described it, it at the beginning of the book, too, when, like, Dick's in the middle and all the bad guys are around or whatever, and he goes, all of a sudden, he goes, you just watch their guns go away? Because <laughs> they're all standing there holding the gun on them, and it's like, now they're gone. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's fun. That was It was a fun read. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I missed out on World's Finest. Didn't get to that yet. Uh, read The Joker. Um. That was good. Getting that one's getting a little old. I feel it is. Uh, it's kind of run its course. Yeah. Um, which I thought it was only <laughs> That's like all twelve I have to issues. Say about that. But it's <laughs> but it's like already been thirteen. So yeah, I guess it's going on forever. I don't know. I thought yeah. it was a limited thing. Um, yeah. Um, nothing else really stood out. Like, yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I of read a bunch. Else yeah. But, um, nothing else really stuck out. Uh, yep. Like I said, I really enjoyed World's Finest number two. I was hoping yeah, I that it, it wouldn't be let a letdown from the first issue, uh, but it wasn't. It was still a lot of fun. Yeah, cool. I'll have to check that out for next week. Um, yeah. All right. All right. Will that do it for checkout? You want to get to real world? Uh, sure. Get this show on the road. Uh, all righty. There we go. All right, John. All right. Go ahead. So, um, yeah, yeah I don't list. have a ton this week. I mean, nice. a little bit more, but not not a lot. Um, I did watch a lot more uh, Dark. Um, pretty much watched all of season two on Saturday when I was homesick. <laughs> so um, I'm getting ready to get into season three. Um, I still haven't figured it out yet, <laughs> but... Um, uh, still, still enjoying that. <laughs> How um, many episodes in, and you haven't figured it out? Eighteen, <laughs> eighteen <laughs> in, eight left. Um, Sounds I mean, enticing. I, I know, I know what's happening. It's just super hard to follow. Like you've really got to be paying attention right. because you're. Yeah, didn't you you're say spending, that earlier? You can't pick your phone up and stuff. You really you can't pay because you're yeah. spending time with characters in three different. Um, 33 year intervals of their lives so the different actors playing them you know it's one's a kid one's an hmm. adult and one's like an older person and so keeping them all connected to like oh that's that old lady is the little girl that you know that did oh. this and it, it's kind of like foundation with uh what is it dawn a little Day bit and Dusk, yeah something like that is that what they a little call? bit you just have to really be on like into it and invested yeah. in it but um but it's it's really good uh i'm i'm enjoying that um first two episodes of better call saul season six um dropped this week so i i really enjoy better call saul so it, um you probably won't watch it because you haven't watched breaking bad <laughs> or seasons one through five <laughs> but um <laughs> no but it's it's a really good show. Now, again, it's a show that you don't have to have watched Breaking Bad because this is a prequel to that show. So, oh, okay. Like you don't, yeah, you, you don't have to watch Breaking Bad. 
Saul in Breaking Bad it is later than anything that happens in this show. You know what I mean? I got another um, one that'll get people riled up. Okay. Jen and I started Breaking Bad. No, we don't, don't see the hype. <laughs> uh, it's it's really good. Uh, we were like, okay. <clears throat> I don't know if we just came in late and maybe it was really good. So you have, like, at the time that it came out, it was really good. But now, compa like, compared to all the content coming out now, it's just kind of... Well, I don't know. I mean, but, but how much did you give it? Did you get one episode? No, or, no. Like... We watched like we got pretty far into it, but we were we don't. I, I'm not saying it's bad by any stretch. Yeah, but I don't understand. Like people say, it's like the greatest show ever. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I go there. That's um, all I'm I mean, saying. We don't understand the yeah. hype. That doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. It just means like. It, and you know, like when somebody comes off, it's like, this is the greatest show. And, and not just somebody. I know a lot of people think that that is one of the best shows ever. And I'm oh, like, it's one of, I, again, I think it's one of them also, but I don't know what the best show ever would be, but yeah, like, I, like Sopranos, I see how people say that a little bit more yeah. than Breaking Bad. Uh, but. I think that's probably the better example of what I'm trying to say is because like, if you watch Sopranos now, especially the early episodes compared to what we get now, you'd be, if that was brand new right now, like what you would see, you'd be like, this is so cheap. This is so bad. Well, so, it might so, be. Yeah. Cause so I you, haven't gone back to the Sopranos in a while right. either, but you so. it wouldn't, I mean, the story's still good, but the production and everything like that, you'd be like, this is weird. This doesn't, so right. coming into it, having never watched it, having never really seen it, when you come into it, you're like, I don't get the hype. But I'm also not right. 20 years ago, like with Sopranos or even what Breaking Bad was like 15, 16 years ago, something like that. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, so, probably 15 yeah, we, years ago. It's good. Because hell, but, we're six seasons into Better Call Saul, which came after Breaking Bad, Okay, which ran for six seasons. And there was probably a break in between. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's probably at least 15 years. Yeah. Um, well, I will go out on a limb and say Better Call Saul might be better than Breaking Bad. Oh, you really? Know? And I, I know I like a lot of people lot. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really do like it. Now, again, maybe it's recency bias mm -hmm. because I haven't seen Breaking Bad in a while. But I really enjoy uh, Better Call Saul. Um, Good. So, so I started that. Uh, also started... Um, the first two episodes of The Flight Attendant, season two, um, dropped Friday, I believe, or Thursday, and we watched those. Um, yeah, seems seems good. Um, pretty much the same as season one so far. You know, she doesn't listen to what she's told and gets involved in more than she should have. Yeah. Um, looks like she's going to be framed for another murder, <laughs> just like episode, you know, season one. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I liked the season one a lot. This one so far seems good. So, um, if you haven't started that yet, you should. Um, first episode of Barry season three dropped on Sunday. So I watched that. I don't know if you've seen... Have you seen Barry at all on HBO Max? Uh, we have breaking news. Okay. Breaking news. Comic book resources just came from Martin at Geekvine 19 seconds ago on my phone, 10 minutes ago on comic book resources. 
Warner Brothers announces a sequel to Matt Reeves' The Batman with Robert Pattinson returning as the Dark Knight. Details here. So they're announcing Is it that already. breaking news? I don't know. It was announced, it was announced six months ago that the Batman was a trilogy. <laughs> so. Well, if I think they wanted to, but this that's what they're saying. Warner Brothers announces a sequel. So this is what it was. Okay. And it just came out awesome. 10, minute, 10 minutes ago. So Fantastic. And by the time people hear this tomorrow, it will have been yesterday's news. So. It'll be broke news. Yeah. Right. But hey, not often that, that I could have saved that for next week. And I always I was going to because he tagged us in it. So it would have been it would have been in our mailbag next week, but also our right. news. But at the same time, I'm like, that's going to be old news by next week. So there you go. Yeah. And I just hit the first sounder I had. <laughs> we don't have a breaking news sound. Um, but yes, sorry to interrupt. But yes, that, I thought that was pretty no cool. Problem. So, all right. No problem. All right. So back to my question. Have you watched Barry on HBO Max? No, I haven't. Great. <laughs> Is that one Jen can watch? Yes. Um, what's it about? Bill Hader. Bill oh. Hader, Heater. I'm not yeah. sure how to pronounce his name. Pretty sure uh, Henry Hader. Winkler um, is in it. Uh, Henry Winkler is fantastic in it. Bill Hader, Heater, whatever, is a he's a serial killer. He's a not a serial killer. He's a contract killer, and he wants to get out of the business, and so he decides he wants to become an actor. So he starts taking acting classes at Henry Winkler's acting school, but. You know, of course, he has a past and he has a, um, you know, the people that he used to work for don't want him to be out of the business. And so just like you would expect, he keeps getting pulled back in to the contract killing business. But, you know, he's dating an actress from that, you know, from this class and he's got Henry Winkler and he's trying to do the straight and narrow stuff. But it's just it's really good. Um, It's like a 30 minute comedy every it's a dark comedy for sure because you know there's people getting killed but um but there's some but are they bad people mostly but not all oh okay <laughs> not all because you know as what you would expect you have to kill people to protect your your secrets yeah and you know you have to kill people so people don't figure out you're a killer um, and uh, uh but yeah i don't know just the characters in it the henry winkler character is great uh, the the uh, his other boss I can't think of the actor's name but you'll know him instantly when you when you see him um, he's play on news radio um, uh, he's he was in uh, he's been in a million things like I said you'll know him when you see him but it's it's a good show so anyways uh, season three dropped Sunday first episode we watched that um, and then we watched inventing Anna hey. On- um and only only you're talking about it so many times kept me watching it i know initially she's hard yeah it's hard it's a hard watch that's what i told she was so annoying annoying. yes and it was like oh my god i don't know if i can put up with this but then you start getting sucked in after a couple of couple of episodes you get sucked in but i really was about to call it quits after two and I yeah. was like, she just, I just can't take her. Right. But, but yeah, it's kind of fascinating and still not explained. <laughs> like at the end of the day, I, I guess you, you don't still know where she got her money from, 
Well, you, wait till you get to the you end. Know. When you get to the no, end. No, I'm done. I'm oh, done. You finished it? Like, we're done. Yeah, oh, you we're plowed done. through it? Oh, okay. Yeah, we watched the whole thing uh, between Saturday night and Sunday. Um, we watched all of it. Um, you know, you know where she got it at once she got going, but there was that whole line of like when she first blew into New York, she came with money and nobody knows where it came from. Right. That's what set, that's what set, uh, you know, my girl going to Germany to try to track down the dad because right. she wasn't a hundred percent sure. And so you still never really find out where she got bankrolled initially if the dad had anything, I think she manipulated her way there. It's, I don't think she, you know what I mean? I think the entire thing was her manipulating everything. Yeah. Um, the one, I got two things I wanted to say to you about it, but one of them was, I thought of it was a lot like a female version of catch me if you can. Yeah. Which was also a true story. And much like at the end of that, you're like, how did he do what he did? How did he right. keep doing it? How did he pass the bar? We still don't know that, right? Never went to right. school for it, never did anything, but he's just that smart. Um, and she's much, to me, I felt like it, it was a lot of the same situations. Like you were like, how is she doing this? She's just that smart. She's just that right. observant, right? Even towards the end, when you see her her high school days and she's going into school and then how she manipulated the kids there and did everything, right? right? So she had that, that that mindset that brain to be able to do that um but what you find or what i felt like by the end of it the entire thing it wasn't a story it the meat of it was about anna but the story was about the reporter and that's why it was was. the the show was really about the the reporter reporter. right getting this story out otherwise we don't have this so it's like that's and I kind of like the title of it. I didn't want to say any of that to you until you'd seen it, but like the title of it, "Inventing Anna," it's like Anna's inventing Anna, but so is the right. reporter. She's also bringing right. Anna into the light so that we all know, like this stuff is going. Like, imagine if the reporter didn't dig as hard as she did. Right. Anna still did all the stuff that she did. Right. Right. But we don't know about it. Maybe she doesn't go to jail. That's the other part. Like maybe none of this happens if she doesn't dig as hard as she did. Right. I don't know. But it's a fascinating story. But she you are so even I thought in the even the last couple of episodes, you were so aggravated with her. She is so whiny. She is. I said it. Brain and I were talking about it. So bad. Which is great on the I can't remember the actress's name, but. She is fantastic. Uh, Julie Delphi yeah. or Julia. Uh, something like that. No, she plays Ruth cool. on Ozark. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, I can't think of her name, but. She's so great at it because you really are like, I, I said to Braden when I was talking to him, because he asked me if if I'd seen it and he had watched it. And I'm like, you're just so aggravated with her. Um, but it's you. Oh, when she was like, you know, she stopped crying. If I was a man, you wouldn't cheat. Like I would treat you exactly like this if you act. If a man acted that way, right. <laughs> like actually, if if you're a man, I'd probably punched you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know exactly. I would have like, punched you right in the face. But I'm like, but, like you're doing this because I'm a woman. No, no I'm not. I'm, I'm like I'm doing that because you're crying. <laughs> you're acting this way. What, what got me? The only thing that got me really was that, like in the end. 
they were on her side. Like the you know the reporter character, she was on her side. Yeah, like she wanted her to. Like they were upset that she got convicted, and they were on her side. And it's like, why are you rooting for her? Like, right? She's terrible. You know, it's like the one woman that worked at the hotel that had like, yeah, she wanted to be. A, she's like, she right. understood Anna. She's like, I know who yeah, she is. She did, I, and I, I, right. I get her. She, she almost burned her. But, yep. The reason she understood her is because Anna did take care of her. Yeah. But I loved the part when her friend there. That ended up going on the vacation with her and kept putting down the credit card to cover Anna. Yeah, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. I loved that she got burned because mm-hmm. I loved it. It was like, at first you thought she was a victim, but right. then when they went and talked to the woman at the hotel and the, the that worked at the hotel, she goes, yeah, she's no victim. She put her card right. down. She wanted that lifestyle. She was playing it up. And then they replay everything so for you to yeah. see it through that lens. And you're like, holy crap. And it's like, that's why, you know, what was it? Or American Express, the American Express, this isn't fraud. You right. knew what you were doing. Yeah, but she said right. you'd pay you, you back. That's your problem, not mine. Don't put your right. card that's down, you problem. idiot. <laughs> it's like, your <laughs> well, card wasn't thing stolen, was like, you handed it over. But, like, when she, like, when they were fleeing the hotel, that, like, Rachel and her boyfriend there or whatever, yeah. were, flee- were fleeing the hotel in the middle of the night, like as I was driving to the to the airport, I'd be on the phone with American Express canceling those credit cards, reporting them lost or stolen. Right. It's like, why didn't you not do that? Because that's what I said. Oh, hop in that car and then call and cancel those credit cards. And right. then yeah, Anna's screwed, but you're fine. You're already on a plane back to America. I, so sixty thousand uh, dollars, blah blah. And then she well, ended up making I that's love That's Anna's they, problem though. I know. You know? No, but I'm saying that woman, that Rachel, what was it, Rachel, you said? Yeah, yeah Rachel. I, I forget, yeah. yeah. She was a piece of work, and I love when they buried well, her was. on the stand. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was great. I was like, yes! Like, Yeah. Yeah, it, it turned out to be interesting, but I, I was... It's super well, interesting, yeah. I was like, actually looking to, like, ditch it <laughs> after the first couple yeah. of episodes, because I wasn't sure if I could take her for seven more hours yeah but but even but the early there was stuff a lot t- of it wasn't with her though you know what yeah. i mean uh, like yeah. there was a lot of stuff without her so that made it a little bit more bearable yeah but yeah yeah it was good plus i need to find an interview with that actress to see what she really sounds like because her character on ozark is pretty annoying too <laughs> it's like are these all characters that you're uh that you're choosing or is this really you yeah but, <laughs> yeah she's actually not an actor <laughs> at yeah, all it's just, <laughs> that's she's just ryan right. reynolds <laughs> yeah she, i was just gonna say she's just ryan reynolds yeah no. exactly oh you know what we missed in uh news um is it netflix maybe it got, no because it's live action uh voltron defender oh, of the universe yeah. is coming going to amazon prime probably oh is it amazon prime said. i think it's amazon yeah yeah i think a you're live right action voltron that's Which is weird because Netflix has the animated version. Yeah, that's, I'm watching but, that on Netflix, and um, but yeah, that would be fantastic if we get that live yeah. action. That would be yeah. so much fun to see. Just keep Michael Bay away from it; <laughs> we'll be all right. Although he's like the only one to go to, right? I know. There's nobody else to go to. Uh well, well, if you want to destroy the, the planet, giant. Roland Emmerich could. Well, that's true. <laughs> 
but he's the giant robot guy. So it's gotta be who did Pacific Rim. Bay. Oh, I don't know. I don't know who did that. You one. could do that. Yeah, this. Yeah, Vol, uh, Voltron would be fantastic. Yeah, that would be good live action. Uh, all right. Uh, what else? You got anything else? Or no, you... that's it. Okay. Um, let's see. I am uh, almost done with uh, what you call, it's, uh, the Expanse season four. Last week I okay. just finished three, and now I'm one episode. I'm on. I'm doing uh, episode ten of season four tomorrow. So then I'll be into five, which means I only have sixteen left because the last season's only six episodes, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. Really good. Loving that series. Yeah. Um. I'm actually finding people that haven't heard of it before. So that's pretty oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've talked to a few people, you know, on my own and not podcasting, but <laughs> and they're like, right. oh, I'm like, oh, check it out. Uh, yeah, if you like really good cool. sci-fi, yeah. it's a great show. Um, yeah, really good. Uh, slow at the beginning. I, I always say that. Slow at the beginning, but it's all world building and you'll appreciate all of it later. Yeah. Um, really a lot of fun. Uh, I am way behind on Halo, Joe and I. I'm way behind, not way behind, I haven't even seen Moon Knight from last week yet. Oh, we really? Yeah, we have Because Joe and I watched it together. And just before I came down to record, I said, I'm like, Joe, we haven't seen Moon Knight yet. And he goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, no, don't apologize. <laughs> like, so I haven't seen that yet. And I uh, didn't see last week's Picard yet either. So, oh, okay. Um, I've seen, well, I did watch all of those. So is Moon Knight I'm over? caught up on it. Or is there one more? No, Moon Knight's got six. So there's only four so far. Oh, okay. So there's two more. Yeah, yeah I'm so more. in the dark. And I I'm thought running. Picard, like last week I said Picard only had one more, but there's actually like three more. They've got oh, like nice. 12 episodes. Okay. So All there's right. a few more of that. Excellent. Uh, I am almost pretty much caught up on Endgame on Peacock. That's pretty good. Okay. That's uh, Yeah, I, I, I like that show. That Yeah, isn't it? It's really, it yeah. It's kind of um, shifted the way er everything's going. Yeah. yeah. But it's still like a lot. Uh, I'm not too. I will have one critique about uh, Marina Baccarin's accent. Not too yeah. crazy about her doing that. I'm like, I get it yeah. why she has to for the character, but maybe we could have done it without it. I don't know. Right. Not crazy <laughs> about it. Um, but then going to um, movies over there on the Kaleidoscape, uh, Uncharted came out today. Oh, did it? Yeah. I got up this morning. I haven't it was, seen that yet. Yeah, me neither. I'm really looking forward to it. I pre-ordered it like a month ago, and I woke up this morning. Yeah, good and, thing. They might have run out. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, you get... What's nice is when you pre-order it, you just get it. They don't even announce it yeah. to you. You just get... I get up, and I'll look on my phone, and I'll get it on alert that I... I'll, I always check my downloads for stuff, because I have another one pre-ordered. Um, oh, yeah, Morbius. I told you about that. Oh yeah, I already yeah, bought Morbius me. too. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to checking that out. I'll probably be able to tell you about it next week. Uh, cool. Gravity, watch that. Watch a little bit of that. Oh yeah. Oh, really nice. That has Atmos. Is on that it. got at Oh, I say, does it have Atmos because... on Kaleidoscape? Yes. Yeah, because you can't yeah. buy the disc with Atmos. Not anymore. It's I. You can. There is the um, Diamond Lux uh, edition that if you right, can track you it down. Like over market prices yeah i have the diamond lux edition but i bought it at regular price when it came out 
So, right. but now it's just a, it's like not <clears throat> print anymore. So it's hard. But to that's find. Blu-ray, not 4K. Correct. Right. Yeah. Even yes. on, uh, yes. E even on, uh, uh, oh, Amazon, on Kaleidoscape. Kaleidoscape. It's, it's, it's Blu-ray with Atmos. 1080p. 1080p with that. But it looks yeah. fantastic. Looks and sounds oh, I'm sure. awesome. So well, good. plus your system's upscaling anyway. So, yeah. 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 Uh, you know what else I, looked really nice? Uh, Solo. Oh, really yeah. Really enjoyed it. Stole a Star Wars story. Really enjoyed it. I was not a big fan of the uh, HDR and that. No, the way it was kind of, I didn't like it. And now I am, okay. I, I want to watch some more of it. Like, want to watch the opening scene again? It really looked really nice. It rejuvenated cool. my, uh, I love, I always liked the movie. I, I you know, I loved yeah. the story. I always had a fun time with the movie and the sound and everything. I just wasn't crazy about the picture. Really nice. Uh, another one I got sucked into, uh, Avengers, uh, age of Ultron. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that plays so much larger now since Endgame. Yeah. And watching that movie again and all of the different things that take place, Thor sees it, sees Endgame, and it's in right. there. It's like the gauntlets in there the stones coming together on it it's all i mean there's all of this stuff so good really good uh deadpool one and two. Oh yeah <laughs> uh I mean, those are great movies yes yeah uh, ryan reynolds you know yeah uh watched obviously the batman but i've also done i highly well say but you you don't want to buy it um i did it i really enjoyed the matt reeves uh commentary and i'm hoping that it's available to oh, people yeah. on disc and stuff because right now it's only on the itunes streaming um yeah. and if you're only going to buy it in one place and you don't really care about the physical media i recommend getting the itunes then because yeah i really enjoyed the I, i've i've listened to the entirety of it and the stuff he talks about comics he talks about what he drew upon um you know all the stuff that we talked about long Halloween and stuff. And he goes, and he says like right here, I'm thinking of this and this and why he has them act the way they act. Um, so it was such a cool thing watching him or listening to him break down. Like even just that scene at the beginning when, um, um, Robert Pattinson's in he, that opening scene when he walks into the crime scene, right. As Batman. Right. And listening to Matt Reeves explain how you're directing Robert Pattinson on how to act like Batman at a crime scene. He goes, what it's like, what do you draw upon? Right. How do you act like a superhero standing there in the middle of a crime scene and not be like a donkey feel like a donkey, right? Cause in, in, in any, but in any reality, we're all like, why is this guy dressed like a bat? Right. It, but you have to act and everybody around you has to act like you're a cool, like, like totally normal, <laughs> not normal, but like, Oh my God. So, but the way he acted, asked him to move and the way, the way Robert Pattinson actually did move and just, and as he's saying it, you're seeing, obviously you're seeing the scene play out and you're seeing Robert Pattinson right. move and how they edited it and everything. Just really cool stuff like that. Really drawing upon what it means to be Batman. And, it's uh, i'm really look i mean for what matt reeves is doing i think by the end of this series this three movie series 
I think this is going to be the quintessential Batman because if you listen to Matt, just listening to Matt Reeves, he ha- I think he has so much more in store for developing Bruce Wayne, right? right? And like how everybody is like, this is just the first iteration of it and the first, like we're just seeing Bruce Wayne as the young Bruce Wayne and he's going to develop him. And I'm hopeful because of Pattinson's age that he can play all, he's too old to be, the young Bruce Wayne, but he just did play it right. and we bought it. Now they can probably age him. Maybe they jump ahead. Um, that's my hope anyways. And then yeah. after that, the third one, maybe we can get an older one and really get like the quintessential Batman here. Um, the other thing I did is I went back and watched the dark Knight too. After the amount of the Batman that I've watched and that costume and Robert Pattinson, when you go back and see, see when you uh it, it's awful that the christopher yeah. nolan and watching that batman costume it makes you feel like you're going back to seeing batman 89 and you're seeing right. michael keaton and, and it's just that costume just doesn't work as well anymore since the batman right it just you gotta you gotta check it out it's pretty funny that the, the rubber hat the rubber helmet or cowl i'm sorry but yeah, so, but yeah, and uh, well, that you know, some Lord of the Rings, Two Towers type stuff, messing around. You put you probably put more hours in front of the TV this week than I did, <laughs> but but I you don't, just don't watch shows, right? I don't watch <laughs> you know? shows, and I'll jump to scenes, and I'll be able to bounce in and out, and it's like when I get a right. minute to do something, it's like, but like the expanse, I do every morning, and I'm right. I'm really enjoying that. Before I get up, I watch that. And that takes me like whatever an hour. But then when I can get a moment or two to watch something and I'll come down and I'll watch a bunch of different things and I can do that. So, um, yeah, it's like all of these movies I'm talking like of age of Ultron. I did. I watched the whole thing. Um, almost all of solo, probably only like a third of gravity, you know, maybe right. half of Deadpool, Deadpool 2, you know, just looking at scenes, watching it and just getting enthralled and stuff. Um, but and the the audio commentary on the Batman I do when I go to bed. I put it on on the TV and just listen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah. Pretty cool. Cool. So that's it, though. That's it. All right. All right. Uh, that will wrap it up for this week. Not bad. Hour 35. Yeah, we're cooking along. Uh, but yeah, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for following along. If you'd like to participate, you can uh, tweet at us at Brightside underscore chat or at Arkham Comics with an X, and then I'll tell John all about it so he can participate too. <laughs> That's right. But no trucking this week, John. Just just the one. Dang. The streak continues, but but you're not trucking. So maybe nope. next week. Until then. Have a great week, everybody. Take care, everyone. Hey, Fred. 